Welcome to Following the Way. We're a podcast that's all about following Jesus and learning his way for our lives. We believe that scripture reveals this way and invites us to follow. We're glad you're with us as we seek together. Hello and welcome. So glad that we can be together. This is a a bit of an unexpected podcast today. I was thinking about some things uh, around St. Patrick's Day this morning and it turned into a bit of a mini devotional and uh, felt that I wanted to share it. And uh, hopefully this may be uh, a blessing and uh, edification to some of you who are listening. So I'll bring it back to St. Patrick at the end. Um, but first share some thoughts and, and hopefully there's some cohesiveness to them. I, I've been reading lately and just finished a book by Eugene Peterson, a uh, pretty well-known book, probably his most well-known book called The uh, Long Obedience in the Same Direction and a phenomenal little book. Um, I used it as a bit of a devotional during Lent and uh, it follows the Song of Ascents uh, from Psalm 120 to Psalm 135 and I've been really, uh, really blessed by a lot of his thoughts. And so uh, it, it goes through those Psalms of a sense to speak of our discipleship to Jesus. And in Psalm 130, it speaks of hope. And and Eugene Peterson sort of uh, focuses on hope uh, out of that Psalm. And I want to I want to read that Psalm for you. Uh, right now. And I should have had this ready and I don't. So bear with me here as I bring this up. I'm going to, I'm going to read this actually out of the message because that's uh, the version that he wrote and he, um, that's the version he has out of that book. So it begins, it says, help God. The bottom has fallen out of my life. Master, hear my cry for help. Listen hard. Open your ears. Listen to my cries for mercy. If you, God, kept records on wrongdoings, who would stand a chance? As it turns out, forgiveness is your habit, and that's why you're worshipped. I pray to God, my life a prayer, and wait for what he'll say and do. My life's on the line before God, my Lord, waiting and watching till morning, waiting and watching till morning. O Israel, wait and watch for God. With God's arrival comes love. With God's arrival comes generous redemption. No doubt about it. He'll redeem Israel. Buy back Israel from captivity to sin. So the psalm there begins with the reality of suffering. The psalmist, he's honest about his situation and it's at the heart of his prayer. There's there's no denial or bypassing what he's feeling. He's like, the bottom is, has fallen out of my life. Like I'm, I'm, I'm in a desperate place here. And he's saying, God, like, listen, really listen to me, listen hard. And what I love about it is that there's, there's no kind of trying to sidestep or ignore what's going on. Henry Nouwen, he spoke of this and he said that we can base our lives on a false supposition where we don't think there should be suffering. That There shouldn't be any fear or loneliness or confusion or doubt. But he says that these sufferings can be faced when we see them as integral to our human condition. Meaning that that God allows suffering in our lives to conform us into the image of Jesus. And so the key for us in Psalm 130, when we look at that psalm, we pull back. The key in that whole psalm 
is this, and this is what, what Eugene Peterson highlights. He says, the central key is waiting and watching till morning. Watch for God. Peter Peterson says that wait and watch add up to hope. That as Christians, this is the hope that we have. We wait and we watch for God. We're not content, actually, and, and this is what's so interesting about this, that we're not content to wait and watch unless we are sure of God. We won't wait or watch for anything unless we're sure of what we're waiting and watching for. Our hope is rooted in the conviction that God is actively involved in this world and in the redemption of our lives. That's that's really something to think about. You know, I've, I've also been reading through Job lately, and, and this is what it says in Job 19, 25 to 27 out of the NIV. It's Job speaking here in response to uh, the accusations and the solutions that his friends are trying to come up with this, with all of, all of the grief and the suffering that he's walking through. And he says this at the end of one of his responses. He says, I know that my Redeemer lives and that in the end he will stand on the earth. And after my sin, my skin has been destroyed, yet in my flesh I will see God. I myself will see him with my own eyes, I and not another how my heart yearns within me. And so, you know, as I've been reading through Job lately, and I've been spending time thinking about how Job responded to deep and painful suffering. And I haven't yet reached the end where God has some words for Job and he responds to and and corrects him in some of what he's been saying and has a lot to say to those supposed friends of his. But I've been really struck by how Job sought to process amidst uh, really difficult circumstances, like how he how he was thinking it through, how he was responding. And, and there was a watching and a waiting component to Job's grief. And I think that we're also experiencing here, right now, different levels of suffering in our lives. Now, having said that, not even remotely close to what Job experienced, I, I don't even want to try and um, say that we're even in the same remote ballpark, even in the same neighborhood or city as him. But in uh, Psalm 130 and throughout Job, we find the manner by which we can process and respond to difficult times in our lives. And having said that, even if we're not in the place of Job, we can still be in places in our lives that in the moment and in, and in the midst of it can feel really, really heavy. And that brings me to St. Patrick and a famous prayer that he wrote that I love. Uh, There's actually a song by Josh Baldwin that I love, Get Your Hopes Up, that I think he took some of his words from this famous prayer. But it reminds us that Christ is at the center of all things and that we are to place him above all in our lives. And so this is the uh, Lorica or the breast plate prayer by St. Patrick, or I should say part of it. It's actually much longer. I'm not going to read the whole thing, but but at the end of the prayer, this is how he sums up uh, what he's been saying. And you can go, you can Google it, you can look at this, you can find the prayer online. But this is what he says at the end. He says, Christ with me, Christ before me, Christ behind me, Christ in me, Christ beneath me, Christ above me, 
Christ on my right, Christ on my left. Christ when I lie down, Christ when I sit down. Christ in the heart of every man who thinks of me, Christ in the mouth of every man who speaks of me. Christ in the eye that sees me, Christ in the ear that hears me. I arise today through a mighty strength, the invocation of the Trinity, through a belief in the threeness, through a confession of the oneness of the creator of creation. There, there is so much in those few words to just rest and soak in and ponder. You know, St. Patrick's Day has become a lot of things and a lot of things it shouldn't be. But at the core of the man that this day is about is that. And it reminds me in these days of Romans 8. I know we know these words well, many of us, but I want to just remind us of these words. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall trouble or hardship or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? As it is written, for your sake we face death all day long. We are considered as sheep to be slaughtered. No, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, nor other height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation, nothing, not even me getting the words wrong, will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Be blessed, my friends. Be strengthened. Be encouraged amidst difficult seasons and difficult circumstances and whatever else you're facing. And on St. Patrick's Day, Christ with me, Christ before me, Christ behind me. We'll see you again.